Hi, everyone. This is Mike Putnam with Jasper Main Street. This is Lauren Vance with the Walker Area Association of Realtors. And together we are... Walker Voices. Was that the way you're going to sing that from No, now? I've really got to work on that. Okay, yeah. We're Walker Voices, a podcast... Uh, about just people we like in the Walker area, basically, and who we want to talk to. And if we don't want to talk to you, you won't be on the podcast, don't you think? I mean, that's so far, like that's the way we've done it. I feel like that should be a no comment, but that is how we have That is how done. we do it. That's, that's how we vet our guests. Do you like them? No. Then we won't have them. Do I like them? No. Well, okay, double no. But if we like double them. Double no. But today we have somebody we like a lot. But yes. first, do you have a Southern moment? Absolutely. Okay. Right. Easy there. Sorry. Whoops. Mike's about to knock the table over. Mm-hmm. Um, flies. So felt very um, flies like like buzz flies in my house. Ooh. And apparently they have like they. I was telling them they have a key to my front door because they're always there. No matter how many of them you kill, there's like seven more. And you have your fly swatter. That's what I was walking around with a fly swatter. You know I, what you need. I need like a rolled up newspaper. No, you need a priest. Like Amityville. Remember all the flies in that room? <laughs> you need a priest. Maybe. maybe you don't so. need a fly swatter. You need a priest. But I'm about to get... Okay, we'll do the priest after the tape. I'm going to get one of those long... Like pull, those old school... Uh-huh, the little swirly tape that's like amber colored. Yeah, and, and the flies just stick to it and die. Yeah, it's going to hang from the chandelier. That's my nice. Room, that, that's all I got left. I know if I walk into your house and see that, I'm going to be like, wow, these are classy people. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, just just trying to make the neighborhood a little better with my fly tape hanging from my dining room. I'm telling you, get a priest. But my yeah. southern moment. So I am at work, and I get a text message from my neighbor, my next-door neighbor. says, hey, do you have any vegetables? And I'm like, I don't have any vegetables. At well, work? No, they texted me. I was at work. You and they were. were they were at the house, and okay. I was not there. I was very confused. And so I said, no, I don't have any. And um, so I get home, and on my countertop is just this big basket of tomatoes and okra and squash and. Does this like, person have a key to your door? They well, my co- my door has a code, okay. and they I'm know the code. I'm a little concerned that people are just randomly coming in and dropping. I mean, vegetables are good to drop mm-hmm. off, but what if when someone takes something or drops off something less savory? No, no, no. They they don't they don't need anything I have. But they're next okay. door and they just had all these vegetables and they were like, well, would you like some? I was like, sure. And I didn't think anything about it. And then I got home and I was like, oh, wow, big basket. That's the best kind of friends because you were able to get free vegetables and you didn't have to do the work. I know. I mean, you know, all I had to do was cook them. But well, I'm Southern, so I know how to cook you know, so did you cook them on Sunday? I cooked them on Sunday, mm-hmm. and I cooked most of them in grease. Uh, duh. Yeah. Like How the else okra, do you? boiled okra. Who eats that? Ooh. I know. I fried it's that slimy. stuff up. Mm-hmm. I fried it up. But today, do you use flour or cornmeal? I cornmeal, mm-hmm. and the reason I cornmeal is because I've done flour before, and sometimes I'll I will flour, but um, I follow this cook on Facebook. She's just a very home da- hometown, grown, homegrown, homegrown uh, Southern cook. Her name's Brenda Gant. You ever see her? Mm-hmm. She just cooks good stuff. Good stuff. And so she did hers in cornmeal. I was like, eh, I like Brenda Gant, so I'll do that. She did not steer you wrong? She didn't steer me wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, 
But anyway, today we are here with one of those fun people we wanted to talk to. Yes. Again, if 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 you, if you don't if they're not on the podcast, it's because Lauren doesn't like them. Because no, I like everybody. That is not true. Especially if you support Jasper Main Street, I really like you. Um, so if you give him a check, then he will let you be on the podcast. Absolutely. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Okay. They're called sponsors. <laughs> they're called sponsors. Okay, but today we have Heidi Young Batson. Heidi's in the house. Heidi in the house. And when I started Jasper Main, working at Jasper from Jasper Main Street, Heidi was one of the downtown cheerleaders. And in fact, she lives downtown. <laughs> um, and that was where I got to meet her. And then I got to meet her brother. And then I got to meet her mom and dad. The dad. Wow. He's a sight. He's a sight. Um, (laughs) Old Bill Young. Yeah, old Bill Young. Young Bill Young and old Bill Young. But Heidi's an artist. Well, Heidi's a lot of things. There's a lot of hats being worn. I feel like she's an artist because I have her stuff hanging on my walls at my house. Mm -hmm. So I call her an artist. Um, But she's here today because she is not only interesting... But she's on her kind of next journey. Would you call it your next journey? I have a lot of chapters. Yeah. My LinkedIn says I wear a coat of many colors. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's got a lot of stuff on there. Well, what's your coat? Well, what was your first coat to start with? Uh, Well, let's see. We moved a lot growing up as kids, so I would say that uh, I really don't know how to start with what color, but um, I definitely have had some rainbow colors in my life. I have had some purple in my life. I've had some um, banker navy blue in my life. Wow. <laughs> See, that's the one I just have the hardest one but leaving, the banker. I have scrubs in my life. I have... Oh, gosh. I mean, and then you get to be 58. Then you get to be the crazy lady that you have been really all your life that maybe you've suppressed. But you, you were just so much younger that you they didn't call you the crazy old lady. They just called her crazy. <laughs> yes, it's true. So now you can embrace that. I can embrace it. No one can say anything. And it's not, not okay, really, for some people, but it is for me. <laughs> we don't care what they think. Fine. Especially if they give us a check we really don't care no. I mean, we care what they think right as, we just excuse as it. we smile and nod mm-hmm. <laughs> wink yes. wink mm-hmm. well the old banker in me understands completely what you're talking about absolutely mm-hmm. you gotta you know you gotta pay the light bill um so what's your coat you're wearing right now my coat i'm wearing right now is um i have just sort of early retired from working as a social services director with um a local long-term care facility so um but i'm still working prn and if you don't know what that means that means um sometimes you work uh a day or two during the week or whenever they may need me um and then i'm also still always doing my art and i have just added my astrology readings to my repertoire of things that i like to do and I've been doing that for a very long time. And I personally have had an astrologer for most of my life. But now, did you get started, because you, you had a long stint in New Orleans, right? I did. I did. Is that where you picked that up, that interest, or has the interest just always been there? 
it's always been there, but I definitely let it flourish there, if you will. Ooh, like that? Hashtag. Just the flourish Main Street flourishing in Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> that's for Mike. That's, I feel like New Orleans would be the place to embrace such type things. Very artistic, very it, in touch with all the things. It is. The irony of it is, though, is that that is where most of my banking career was. <laughs> so I had these two sides of me, this very conservative side, and then this very um, eclectic other side. But in New Orleans, that works. You can it make it work, work out. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, as a bank manager in the French Quarter, one of my top customers was the Penthouse Club. <laughs> there you go. Okay, the what club? The Penthouse Club. Okay, Talking I don't know what that is, but I think on. I know what that is. Yes, well, and uh, so I'll tell you a funny story about that just really quick. I'll keep it as clean as possible. Can I Google that, Penthouse Club? Yes, you can. Yeah. It's yeah. on Iberville Street in okay. New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And um, they were a big customer, though, because the accounting department was part of our, I mean, it, it takes business to dance. Sure. <laughs> I mean, and like I said, so got bills to pay. One of the more conservative bankers learned that we would be having some of the dancers come by and see us at our tent where we would be providing services and sharing all of our products that we had. And so... <laughs> There they were. They came in all their jumpsuits with them halfway down. <laughs> and That's this a major very brand conservative invest. banker came to the tent. And who were they the most drawn to? Absolutely him. Duh. <laughs> and he had a grand time. <laughs> and everything worked out just fine. And at the Penthouse Club, all the dancers are women. Um, primarily, yes. There are others, too, all around that were my customers that were male dancers and, you know, but that's a lot of money in that business. But now your daughter still lives in New Orleans. She does. And she's an artist. And she is, um, she also designed my Happy Moon Studio logo. Mm -hmm. She's, uh, She's lived there since she was 15 months old. And she understood my love for both places. And in fact, Jasper and New Orleans. Correct. And in fact, it was eight years ago today, today. that I drove up in a moving truck and moved to Jasper. Hardest, most loving, most difficult day probably of my life to separate those two things. But yet we've made it work. And it's been fun, actually. There's been a lot of great things that have happened because of that move. And um, Juliet has helped me with my business. Well, and that um, you met, well, I think you already knew your husband. Yes, that's one of the best things about this whole thing. Because when I think back and why I felt like Jasper was home was kind of the obvious, is that my parents are here, my brother, the artist who is the art teacher at Jasper High School, Um, You know, my family was here. But then my memories of a very short time of living in Jasper are from 1977 to about 1987. So really, I only lived here about 10 years. But high school was so fun. 
I had so much fun in high school that I wanted to kind of get that feeling back in my life. And who do I see after nearly 40 years within three weeks that I moved back to Jasper but my husband, Mark. And we were just friends. We double dated. And then before you knew it, we became fast friends again, just like that. And um, and then six years now, we've been married. But, I mean, you... Did you date in high school? Or no, you just we didn't. We were just friends. Um, he was um, most unpredictable in high school, and I was the most typical senior <laughs> at Walker High School. He's really he's, you were you were typical. <laughs> well, did I cut school? Did I check myself out with my mother's name uh, voice? <laughs> yes. Um, I would go down to the end of the hall. You know that's on your permanent record card, right? (laughs) It is. I went down. Back in the day, we had a pay phone at Walker High School in the hallway. And um, I went down there and called the school and said, Hello, this is uh, Annalise Young, and I would like to check Heidi out, please. She has a doctor's appointment. (laughs) So I go back to the office. I wait a good solid 10 minutes in between class. You plan this out. Oh, yeah, it was great. And I go in the office, and um, then Miss Fry, who was the um, secretary, she's she's passed. God bless her. She was a wonderful woman. And um, she she said, well, Heidi, Heidi, well, your mama just called and said, you've got a doctor's appointment. I said, oh, gosh, I forgot all about that. And off I went, man, out the door and to Smith Lake, straight to Smith Lake. <laughs> the lake is medicinal, I would assume. I mean, you need some sunshine and water. Absolutely. And it's where I learned to barefoot ski. Fine. I mean, you well, know. Now, explain to the listeners the accent you just used. Okay. Well, that would be my mother. <laughs> who my not dad, from Walker County. Not from Walker County. She is from Germany, and um, that's where I was born. And she and my dad have a very romantic history of when they got together. She stole his tie, and he had a little baby blue a uh, little um, triumph, and she saw that car, and she grabbed that tie, and she said, in German, because she didn't speak English then, she said, jetzt musst du mich wieder zurückkommen, wenn du das haben willst. So she basically said, if you want to get the tie back, you got to come back and get me. <laughs> and the rest, they say, is history. Yes, Aww. and that was in 1962. So I was born in Germany in 1963. In Augsburg, Germany. Do you speak any German except the way you just... Fluent. Fluent, except with a very American accent that people make fun of who really know German. (laughs) But I was the translator um, for one of the banks I worked for in New Orleans, Whitney Bank. And um, I translated with the help of my dad, who also speaks fluently. Bill speaks fluently. I had no idea. I mean, it makes sense, but I... yeah. I've just never thought about it. Uh, we would get documents from Germany, and there was a banker. His name was Ross Dozier, um, and he was the translator. But he and he was in private business banking, like this old banker that had been there a really long time. Such a cool man, but really, you know, intimidating. And he would ask me to help translate, but I'd have to call my dad because I don't read German as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill, Dad, and Mom read really well. I just am able to be that person who BSs my way through things. <laughs> that is a good skill. 
been, I, I guess Annalise taught all of you German. Well, you would think, yes, except that was dad. Dad taught American soldiers in Germany how to speak German. And so when we were growing up, we had a night a week that dad would teach us German. And then we would speak only German in the household because he wanted us to be able to talk to my mom's side of the family, to be able to communicate. My grandmother, Aww. you know, yeah. uncle, cousins, aunts. So um, he made sure that he didn't take that from mom, that that was something that she would always Oh, is that have. so romantic? It is. They're oh. ridiculous. They oh, are. Oh, that is ridiculous. But now he's not from... Originally from here. From no, Walker he's County. from Kentucky. And um, so in a, in a nutshell, from the time of Germany to where we are now in Jasper, Alabama, all of us as a family probably moved close to 30 times in our life because Dad was in the service for a little while, but then he worked for Standard Oil. And so when he came to Jasper in 1977, he came to work for Vulcan Refining in Cordova. Yes. Miss Lauren, your stomping grounds, yes. which I love Cordova. It's a sweet, sweet little town. Um, and so in 1977, and he, he got that job in PR because my dad, if he's anything, he's PR. Oh, he's yeah. public relations. <laughs> he can Back sell. When, when companies <laughs> had that. Um, so at, at any rate... Um, we moved here in 77 because my grandfather knew somebody that said Bill wants to move and take his family to a smaller town, and that's what we did. And so from then on, we have all flourished in some way or another. <laughs> there it is again. Got it in there again. <laughs> I'll probably have to take her to Los Reyes and give her a margarita. After you this. think? <laughs> Those dollar signs are racking up. Uh, okay, have you noticed what her earrings? Have you noticed? I was going to bring that up. We were we had a side conversation <laughs> earlier about the earrings. Um, can you can you get a my phone is off. Can you get a picture of those earrings? Already did. Okay, good. <laughs> good. But I mean, Jennifer came in here telling. Okay, yes. was it? Are you connect? Is that why you're wearing them today? The reason. Okay, I, this is going to okay. be weird. So she has on earrings that are ruby slippers. Yes, and they are glittery. Mm-hmm. They're they very are glittery. <laughs> but let me tell you where I bought these. I bought these in New Orleans probably about two or three years ago, and I love jewelry, so I probably have plenty of things I've not worn. I'm wearing, you know, I wear a ring that Juliet made. I wear that a lot. I wear a bracelet mom and dad got in Mexico. You know, I'm not a big fancy jewelry person, but I love these. Well, these, an, an artist in New Orleans made them, Today, because I've been here eight years, I tie in that New Orleans Jasper thing with these ruby slippers. Click, click, click. And you can be home. You can be home there. You can be home here. And I wore those today. And it's weird. It's the first time I've worn them. That's great. And then then, Jennifer. uh, Jennifer starts talking about that podcast. She's talking. There's a podcast. um, There's There's no no place. No place like home. It is a. (laughs) I love synchronicity. (laughs) There's a true crime podcast. There goes the astrologer part right there. um, (laughs) The conspiracy and all the intertwining stuff of um, the. The ruby slippers going missing out of. I know where they are. <laughs> they're, they're on my ears. They're on Heidi's. They're in ears. Jasper, Alabama. <laughs> they, they just don't know how powerful we are. Paul Kennedy does say we're the center of the universe. So. 
we we are we are you you are the center of the universe where you are my dad always said bloom where you're planted because we've moved a lot and we've moved our pots of where we've been planted a lot and then aside from family moves i've made a lot of moves within new orleans and um so um it's a so wherever you are coat has of to many be colors has that's to right be. you must make it that way all right, so um, let's let's go to the artist part. Okay. Um, you have a little house. I do. Out behind your house. Yes. Where you create your collage art, which I've got hanging on my wall. Thank uh, you. And I also have photography from downtown Jasper that you've done mm-hmm. uh, hanging on my walls. Um, You're so wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I love Heidi's stuff. I love, I love her look. Um, but... Did you? What's happening in the little house right now? I mean, you were okay. you were redoing it once yes. you semi-retired or early retired from yes the health facility. Yes, um, yes. Now you're life-changing healthcare facility experience. Wonderful <sighs> life-changing. But to answer your question, let's go back. Okay, so in 2009, and this will be a long way around it, maybe not too long. But in 2009, I left banking and said, okay, with my, at that time, husband. That's a whole nother story that all you people that have been married a long time to one, congratulations. <laughs> that is a different episode. <laughs> uh, that's a different episode. But this is a very good person who is an artist, and we opened an art gallery. And so our whole family enjoyed that gallery on Royal Street. I'm really grateful for that experience because that's where I started making my art. That's where I started making my jewelry out of whatever I found, recycled stuff. And and it was so exciting because everything I would make, thankfully, I would sell. And also I had Bill's art there in the shop. We had about 40 artists in the shop. And then BP spill happened, and mm. we were absolutely at a standstill. And so we didn't know what to do, and I spent a lot of time Either Juliet was in college, she would come down there and work with me, or I'd be by myself. So I would just sit in there and just make stuff, just like crazy. So then um, when finally my banking career really ended um, here in Jasper, I went downtown. Juliet helped me create my Happy Moon Studio logo. I was in a little space in the Blanton building. Um, Al was gracious to... I remember. Yeah. Yeah, you remember. And it was a great space. But... I decided that I would have my own private studio, kind of like my own private Idaho. <laughs> B-52s, mm-hmm. private Idaho. Um, <laughs> this is what happens. I never had any medication for this <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> Maybe we need to check in on that. <laughs> um, I will go from story to story, uh, sort of like a butterfly, light here, light there. Focus, focus, focus. Okay, okay. Right, your little house. Okay, so my cute little house. So that house has a history. Mark bought this house with that little Happy Moon studio on it that used to be a ham radio station owned by the Britons. They were um, a family in Jasper that he loved ham radio. He talked to people all over the world. So we kept all the, um, the plugs that he put in there himself. Um, I also kept... Um, one of the shelves that he hand-carved and made 
and it has my Happy Moon studio on it. We did a big renovation so that I could get ready for what I'm doing now. Um, but I really have a strong belief in, um, you know, with Mr. Britton's spirit there, that I need to keep that. And Wade O'Mary, um, we went to high school together, the chiropractor in town, he gave me an old postcard that was, um, he came to a, some kind of an estate sale after they sold the house or what have you, and he gave it to me, so it hangs in the studio. So when I am practicing astrology or when I am uh, making art, I... I believe in everything recycled, everything's got some kind of hand that touched it, everything's got some kind of, and never mind the fact that um, we live next to the cemetery. Yes, you do live next to the cemetery. <laughs> that is right. How did I forget that? <laughs> I remembered so, it. When I first moved back, Mark and I were, you know, going through the cemetery, you yeah, know. Very quiet neighborhood. Yes, yeah. very quiet. This and it's not quiet. just any cemetery, I believe no, it is. It's a civil war. Yeah, Confederate cemetery. It's got, you know, some serious history. <laughs> So there's a um, there's just you know you're not supposed to talk about names on on but I encourage everyone to go by and look at the names mm-hmm. on the headstones because it's, it's so place. interesting it really is it's it's actually uh, it, it is a treasure because it's it, it it's got a lot of it's got a lot of dead people that meant something to our area mm-hmm. and um shall we not forget but anyway um what a funny story one time. <laughs> Mark and I were out there exploring, you know, and I'm taking pictures because I'm a fanatic picture taker. Yeah. And um, I sent a picture to Bill, and I said, there's orbs in this cemetery. I know there are. And what did Bill and my sister-in-law Carrie do? Well, they got out her big yoga ball, and they went over there, and after we'd already gone in, and they took a picture of the yoga ball and said, look at the orb we found. <laughs> It's huge. It's huge. So there are some things that are influencing not yoga balls, but there really are some other things going on that are around me. It's 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 happening. It's um it's real. All right. So tell in me my about. Mind. I, I believe in you. Mm-hmm. You know I believe <laughs> oh, in you. Thank you. You're here. <laughs> um. Hi, this is Jennifer Coron, co-host of Left on Red, the Daily Mountain Eagles political podcast, and we're glad to welcome Bevel State Community College as a sponsor. Your story starts at Bevel State Community College. Whether you're just starting out or starting over, Bevel State has an opportunity that is right for you. With five locations serving seven counties, you don't have to go far to start your own success story. Plus, with tuition lower than four-year colleges, you won't need to spend more for a great education. Visit them online at bscc.edu to learn about your options for seamless academic transfer and high-demand career tech and health science offerings. Let them help you tell your story. Uh, tell us about the the doula. Is that am I saying oh, that right? Yeah, yeah, you are saying that right. So there are two kinds of doulas, and this is where I I go a little bit on my more sentimental, um, really tender heart. So throughout the pandemic, and for the last three years, I've worked in a long term care facility, and um, we were as many places were on lockdown during COVID. And your dearest friends were those you worked with and those you helped to take care of. And, um, and then you would come home and you would just think about everything that you'd been through that day. So what I decided to do during COVID is take classes. 
I took online virtual Zoom classes. Mm -hmm. And so there are two types of doulas. One is a birth doula, which is um, like a midwife. Way back in the day, they called them midwives, but then the modern name became doula, so they help with birth. Well, I am an end-of-life doula. And I care very deeply that people or animals or have a peaceful end of life. And I care about being an advocate for that. So I learned about how to do that. And um, so I have, I'm also a certified dementia care practitioner. I took that class during 2020 and became certified so that I can help people who are experiencing dementia or help their families and friends. Um, it is, it to me, all of this other stuff is really fun and helps my mind um, have, have lightheartedness. But that I take very seriously and I care very deeply that people have a good experience as they cross over, go meet where they're going. Mm-hmm. And what, that's whatever you believe. Um, So I help them to do it the way that they would like to see it. I am not medical. I do not do that part at all. I am strictly there for emotional support. And um, I've had some really good experiences that were um, just amazing. And and it's all thanks to the people I've worked with where I was. Um, They they helped me to see this side of it Mm -hmm. um, because it it was rough. COVID was rough. Okay, and so it ain't over. No, it's not. So we had the coat, the coat of many colors. Yeah, we have the doula coat. We have the doula coat. Tell us about the coat you wear because you are a lover of animals. Oh Lord, yes. Well, you know that. I do know that <laughs> because thanks to you, you put us out there. But I, I laid a thanks to you. It's Tallulah. true. Next Thanks to Tallulah. And she is right She writes, and she's right there, and she's a little Aquarius. And our dog, Marshall Tucker, is also an Aquarius. She's relaxed right now. She is very relaxed. I love that about her. Aquarians love everyone. Uh, She does, and and they immediately connected. They did. They immediately connected. And she's a dog snob. (laughs) She She really is. is. And Marshall is just, just like, yeah. Yeah, where are we going? Let's do this. Let's do that. And he went right straight to her, and she she accepted it. She did. Okay, but Marshall okay, so Marshall Tucker has his own. He does. He has, he has his, his own, own free in, pet pantry. Yeah, and to tell us what the why you start. Why did Marshall start that? So Marshall started that because Heidi laid awake at night telling Mark. We must do something for the animals. Mark, her husband, who can build anything. He can. He can literally do, build anything. And he has the kindest heart. I always say, and and with all due respect to all, I always say he sort of has the carpenter's heart of Jesus. He will help you do anything. He has the biggest heart. But so with that said, he was... Really tired of me being wide awake during pandemic in 2020. And he said, I will build it. (laughs) So we started looking at little free libraries, what those look like, because I had one in the Happy Moon studio downtown. There is a free food pantry in Cordova um, next to the Methodist Church, which is. is really where I got the idea. Oh, Because I would stop at that little blue 
house that has mm-hmm. a little cross on top and put food in there um, during the pandemic. And so that's where the inspiration comes from, incidentally. Um, so we built it, and it's red, and you can't miss it. And it has a tin roof, and it says Marshall's Free Pet Pantry. It's so cute. Thank you. And um, finally, I could sleep because now it gets filled up, and before you know it, it's empty again. And um, so it's so easy to just pick up one extra bag of, you know, food or one extra bag of treats or, you know, even the little things to pick up poop because Mm. you need to pick up the poop if you're going to be in a public place. Yes, please. Uh, Yes. Um, And you also need to provide maybe collars because we have an issue with a lot of animals that are wandering around freely and you don't know if they belong to somebody or not because they might not have a collar on. Um, and you have a lot of people that come and restock it. I've noticed yes. it's now, I'll, I guess since Tallulah's Tallulah's article. article. Tallulah writes an article. Um, Tallulah writes. And then people girl. have been, I've noticed people have been using the hashtag or they're tagging, talking about Marshall's Pet Pantry. So I'll see different people that I know. And even yes. some that I don't, I guess, I'm not even sure how they come across my Facebook page, but I see them. Yeah. Sharing. I'm all the so things. glad. I know. But now you have other pets. I do. Um, we have, okay, so Marshall Tucker came to us as Tucker. We adopted him from a family. And uh, so we had to have his name be musical because he was joining his cat brothers, who are Marvin Gaye, Smokey Robinson, and Sam Cook. Oh my gosh. Now, fantastic. (laughs) Marvin Gaye and Smokey Robinson are named for real people because polydactyl cats, cats that have many toes, are named for real people because of Ernest Hemingway. Because in Key West, Ernest Hemingway's house, all of his cats cats. are polydactyls. They are. I thought. How did I not know that? Well, (laughs) I looked this up and. A friend of mine went to Key West, and her daughter is obsessed with cats. And so I saw where they had went and posted pictures. I was like, please tell me, Macy, I'm talking about your sweet little London. Um, I was like, please tell me you took London to see the cats because she finds cats everywhere and just like Elmira style loves them all. Um, but they didn't. <laughs> they didn't have time because that... The Hemingway house is not really super interesting to, like, the sure. five-year-old. Yeah. yeah. Right. But <laughs> And the cats are just laying around. Yeah, and the cats are just there. Um, and so they didn't go. And at that point, I started, th- I was like, wait, I feel like someone told me the cats have thumbs. And then I, and I was curious as to, you know, is that, like, a birth defect? Or is that because they're all, like, inbred? But no. That's this is this is what happens at I night. I love that you studied this. Yes, like I'm Googling this, this stuff perfect. at night. This is so weird. Synchronicity again. <laughs> is there such a thing as an inbred cat? Well, like. Uh, aren't they all kind of? Well, <laughs> well, we just. Really just you're on an island. <laughs> and they stay in this compound. And at a certain point, you have to there have out. be a cousin you love so much. That's what, and that's what I thought it was. I thought. <laughs> But no, it's no, not that. It is, it is not, not that. It is actually a normal cat. <laughs> they just all have yes. an extra toe yeah. or something. Yes. And they were on ships. They were on yes, ships. Yes, that's what that's it was. That's where the first one came from was on a ship. Now, here's something crazy. I'm telling you, my Google searches are just very strange. Stuff just pops in my head. and We don't want to look at your phone history. <laughs> 
They're not that strange. They're just awful. <laughs> well, we don't want to look at mine. <laughs> we'll trust just you on saying. that. Just <laughs> saying. So listen, the funny thing about this is, is, okay, so I come from New Orleans and with a banjo on my knee. I just had to put that there. <laughs> With her um, thumbed cat. Yes. Well, no, actually, they came to us because my brother and Carrie, my sister-in-law, they have, and mom and dad have the first generation of the mama cat that had polydactyl kittens. But mom and dad's cat does not have that, just Bill and Carrie's cat. And um, his name is Dempsey. And so then when... Hi, Tallulah. Hi. Oh, that looks like something you could play with right there. Oh, hi, sweetheart. You are beautiful. So um, so then Bill s- said, uh, so the neighbor where we lived, and oh, it's a long story short, but let me just say this, that that cat had kittens again. And I s- told the neighbor, I said, if you find one, let me know, because she was sort of feral, and I'll take him. So is Mike. It's okay. <laughs> so is Mike. Fair- Mike is feral. <laughs> Can be. <laughs> so, so the mama cat, the neighbor found one cat and came and brought it to me. It was a week old, like barely, mm. little tiny, tiny Marvin Gaye, tiny Marvin Gaye. He just looked at me like, what's going on? <laughs> that was good. Then Smokey Robinson, she comes running back. She goes, I found another one. And Mark looked at me and goes, I thought you said we'd just have one. <laughs> So, no, then we got Smokey Robinson. And for a little while, we didn't know that Marvin Gaye was male, so I had named him Etta James. <laughs> oh, talk about so, a complex. Oh, well, you know, it's okay, though. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> He's grown up in spite of his two identities. <laughs> and so there was a time when he was non-binary, is Correct, what exactly. And inclusive. so we accept that in our household. So anyway, um, so then Sam Cooke came to us as a stray, and we had to keep the theme. So there you go. Okay. Someone else around here has, I can't say that word, the cat that has a thumb. Who is it? Polydactyl? Polydactyl, yeah. I don't know. Holly. Holly. Holly Holly Treywick may. Does she? Uh, Holly has a, I don't think Holly does pets. She, Holly, do you have a cat? Holly, do you have cats? Holly is not a fan of Tallulah's, which is no? which really has. Maybe there's a cat around the College Foundation. Oh, oh maybe so. Another, I think she does feed a cat at her office. Yeah, I have seen that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, that's it. So it's not necessarily her cat, no. but it is maybe the College Foundation. They're special. You got to take care of them. Okay, so now let's talk about your other another coat. Let's okay. talk about your coat of astrology. Okay, my coat of astrology. So when I was a banker back in the early '90s, I applied for a job um, for in human resources as a recruiter, and the recruiter was retiring, and she said, "You're going to get this job," and I said, "Well." how do you know that? And she said, because I have an astrologer, Janice, and she told me that um, I was going to be another Taurus that is going to get this job, and it's going to be someone that will do it just like you want them to do it, and you will be very much alike. And she said, you're it. You're going to get this job. Never mind <laughs> <I had> credentials, <laughs> but I was a Taurus. <laughs> 
<laughs> and so from that on, point on, I said, well, I must know who your astrologer is. So then Janice, and I have another friend in New Orleans, Carolyn, who is um, also psychic and an astrologer, I just started learning. So I've been doing this for a really long time, it feels like, and I finally get to put it to practice. I'm not a predictive astrologer. I... I really like to concentrate more on your personality, what makes you you. Okay. Explain to you how it works. Like, it's like this. It's sort of like when you're born, God throws up the planets and the stars like confetti, and they land at the moment that you're born, and they land in all these 12 houses that's called the astrological wheel. And then those houses have meaning, and those planets have meaning in those houses. And then they're in certain signs, and those have meaning. And so it helps to see why maybe you have the career that you have, why maybe you have the partner that you have, why maybe your house is the way that it is, why maybe you live where you live. Um, you know, it's not about, I leave that up to the big guy. I'm not going to tell you things that would make you uncomfortable or hurt your feelings or in any way. It's a positive way. It's a little bit like counseling, of which I also recommend. <laughs> sometimes she's like, mm, you really need to talk you to go through, it. You go through a life like I've had. You better have a therapist. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess you've had one or two. I have, and I have a great one right now. Um, and she's actually, we, we, we talk <laughs> about every three weeks and, um, soul story therapy, um, in Birmingham and we do it virtually, which that's how I can also do, um, oh, astro yeah. astrological readings. I have already booked several where I'm going to do those virtually. So like there'll be zoom or, cool. um, whatever other means of. Like maybe FaceTime? FaceTime, yeah. But people can come to you in your they studio. They can come to me in my studio, indeed. Um, if they're comfortable and they, you know, want to wear a mask, they can do that. Or if they're whatever, however they want to do it. We can do it outside. We can do it virtually. Um, and the studio is just really fun and cozy and has a bench and lots of pillows and a fluffy pink rug and... Oh, yeah, I saw your video. Candles and um, um, showing off the new studio. Yeah. So you, it's based off of your date of birth. It is. What time you were born. Oh. And where you were born. Hmm. Yes. Where, as in? Like location? City, state, city hospital, state. house. You don't have to know hospital. When you think of the world as... Um, latitude and l longitude so you're looking at degrees of where you are like for example you know jasper alabama has its degrees of where you are <laughs> we're uh selfieing peace signs with Tallulah <laughs> for all of you out there that didn't see it <laughs> we'll post that picture you can see that on our instagram page that you take care of <laughs> Okay, longitude, latitude. Yeah, so it's based on that because, um, you know, where you're born is significant. Like, for example, I was born in Germany. So the time I was born in Germany was in the early morning, like 345 in the morning. Well, that would mean that the sun was coming up or getting ready to set on another side of the world. So it's really important that I know where. Oh. It's really important that I know 
time. I can sort of guess if I start to look at things, but I'm never going to have the planets in the right houses or the right signs if I don't have the exact time of your birth. I'm going to get kind of close to your personality based on things that you like or or that you're doing or, mm-hmm. or what have you. I'll get pretty close to how I can um, describe. And I'm a good listener, even though I'm talking your heads off no, right you now. Are a good, you're a great listener. So I like that part. And I guess that's where my job, where I have early retired from as a social services director, that's where I learned the most about being a good listener and trying to be the most helpful because that's, that's, a, that was a, <laughs> that's the most heartfelt thing I've ever done in my life, in my life. Um, okay, so... I, I don't. That's a I, lot, I feel like there's a lot of homework to do prior to. There is a lot of homework. I need a couple. I, I need not hours. I need a couple of days to be able to before study. you're coming because I study, and I also uh, I also give you a snapshot of it when you come. I'm going to give you a snapshot of your chart, hmm. and it's called a birth chart, and uh, I'm going to give that to you so that we can look at it at the same time while we're reading, and they're typically our readings. I try to stick within that because otherwise it gets a little overwhelming if you start to go and I try to guide it so that it doesn't feel overwhelming. Now sometimes I can give advice just on the fly um, but really a true reading in the way that I do it, it's like art. I'm an artist. I do it my way. Um, Every astrologer has their way of interpreting but you know the planet's are the planets. The movement, though, is interesting because they can definitely, like, you know, every couple of days the moon changes signs. So if you feel moody one day and feel like you're on top of the moon the -hmm. next day, well, that's because it might have moved from what is a dreamy, watery moon, say, in Scorpio, and then in a few days later it moved on to the fire sign of Sagittarius, which makes you not feel as moody. Sages are not as moody. Scorpios might be a little more moody, so you can feel that. If the moon can move tides and we're 70 or so percent water, probably it can make us move too. Ask any of the educators in the world. They can tell you. (laughs) About the moon? In my past life, um, being a teacher, you know all about the moon because your kids act crazy. I bet, especially around the full one, huh? You can definitely tell. Mm-hmm. Okay, so are there any other coats that we want to, that you want to tell us about? Gosh. You, but you were right. You, you have worn a lot. I have. And, and I, can, I can directly tell you why that is when it comes to the different things that I have done to earn my passion, earn my living, is because one aspect of the, the 12 houses is, is the sixth house, and that's your daily routine. And they're not, the, the, the slices of pie, if you will, or the houses are not all the same size. Mine happens to be pretty big. It's a big slice of pie. <laughs> um, and it has two different signs influencing it. 
It has Virgo and it has Libra. And Virgo is typically one of the hardest workers. And Libra is, is one that loves art and music and peace and balance. And so it's huge for me. So I've had all these different things, but I'm also influenced by the different cultures I've experienced in my life. And, you know, you can't move around the country and then live in a melting pot like New Orleans without coming away with some kind of other ways of looking at things um, right. and how you can do them. You've, you can't help it. You're stuck with it. <laughs> you can leave, but it's still going to be there. It's It's within me. Yeah. <laughs> so I, um, I don't know about you, but this to me this has been one of the more interesting yep. podcasts. Oh, thank but you. I'm really I, sad I felt that like I didn't get to do a to session be, before we did our podcast, but I'm going to do one after. Oh, a thank session? you. Yeah. Okay. I would love to have you. Uh, I just want to mention. However you want to. We can do it however you would like. I'm going to come studio. and hang out in the studio. You need to come hang out in the mm-hmm. studio. So yeah. I just want to mention that Next tomorrow to is my birthday, which Heidi brought me a gift. Yes. Happy birthday. Jeffrey, you didn't bring me anything. Lauren, you didn't bring me anything. It's not your birthday yet. Okay, well, whatever. She already knew it was your birthday before mm-hmm. I even walked in. So, Heidi, <laughs> what, would, what, what would you tell She's a Capricorn. A, a, man, a man of a certain age as he... Um, as he turns a certain age tomorrow, uh-huh. well, what do you see on his horizon? What do you <laughs> give, give us? Give us a thirty-second reading. <laughs> you know what I see for you. Uh-oh, First of all, you and I'm not predictive, but I can tell you what you can do. How much fun you can have. You're like sunshine. A Leo is sunshine. Aww. So you know what? That's another margarita. <laughs> Concentrate <laughs> on the color yellow. And what sunshine means. My grandmother, her birthday was July 25th. And her very most favorite color, and she lived to be in her 90s and with a sharp mind. Um, That's my dad's mom. And um, she loved the color yellow. Everything had to be yellow. And she grew yellow roses. And I went to my friend, the psychic, and after she died. And I said, I want to see if you can tell me if you see my grandmother. So what I want you to know is, is to remember the yellow, and this is why. So like I said, she grew roses like crazy. So I had sent her a letter, and I had cut a bunch of roses out of a magazine, and most of them were yellow. And um, and I wrote her a note, and so uh, that was a few months before she died. And she had thanked me on the phone. You know, she lived in Kentucky. Well, the psychic, my friend I went to, mm-hmm. she um, said, okay, let me go into my zone. And the way that she went into her zone is she was, she would hold your keys because if you think about what your keys mean to you, they hold your house. They hold, you know, maybe a door to work. They hold the your car. They all of that. Yeah. So it has all that vibe on it. So she closed her eyes and she said, "I see." She wants me to tell you that she thanks you for, and I, she didn't know this the card and she said I see some flowers falling out of it and I said I know she's with you because she would have never known that right and she, that was in New Orleans she didn't know my grandmother and also she was a math um, teacher and so she said I also see her writing math and Latin in fact and my daughter um, knows Latin but she said I also see her writing on a chalkboard and it's math and it's Latin and I said well that would be her. Okay. 
So you need to change your shirt tomorrow. Yellow. You know, yeah. I don't own anything yellow. I don't really wear anything Bright, yellow either. Bright, yellow, get a convertible. <laughs> I lived, that, that was, my, that was, that was 10 years ago. You can do it ago. again. That was 10 years ago. Um, it wouldn't be good for Tallulah's hair. No. All right, so... Heidi, thank you for coming. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for having me, you two. It was delightful. And to know more about Heidi and this podcast, you can check out Walker Voices Mm -hmm. uh, on Facebook, which is what I handle. And I handle the Instagram account. We will link all the Happy Moon Studio and all the pictures. Yeah, and do like last time. You sent me some really great pictures for Facebook. I'm good at that. You are. At night when I'm going through my weird Googling things and my deep dives. And we need a picture of Marshall's pet pantry. I have that, though. And I love that you all are doing this. This is great. Walker Voices is great. You two are a super team. We do enjoy it. And I think it's wonderful for our community. Thank you so much. Well, I will have to say that James, when we were talking about this, he said, well, that I mean, that's fine. I think that you can get something going. He said, but, you know, you're a man, and you're this age. So you need someone who's a woman and not your age. And I think it's worked out really well. It really has. It really has. I think she can pull in the rain sometimes. What you think, maybe? And, so and he we were doing pictures of, um, for, like, the cover. We were just doing some headshot stuff. And I was like, oh, this is not going to be a big deal. Stop. Now look at you. Now look at you. Mike, Mike might have been a little more dramatic. I was. I don't like a camera looking at me. It's, I I turn into I'm not crazy about a camera either. I can background. do this radio. This is great. Theater background. Uh, that sounded so I don't old. mind people Podcast. staring at me. I mind people putting a camera at me. Okay. Podbean. You, know. you can find this on Podbean. Or, and or Apple Podcast and, Apple and Podcast. Any, Thanks to Jeffrey, our producer. And Amazon yes, something. Because he's a whiz. Jeff- I'm looking right at him. He's just nodding. He doesn't want anybody to hear his voice. No, and he likes to stay behind the scenes. But Jeffrey's awesome. Yeah. With his, what are you doing right now? Media days. The media stuff for football season. Look, he's not going to speak. No, he's not going to. <laughs> All right. Now we've embarrassed him. So with that, we <laughs> we're done for today. We're done for today. <laughs> Thanks again. Thank, Thank you. you. Walker Voices is a DME Media production. Copyright 2021. Daily Mountain Eagle.